What's going on, guys? Welcome here to the Survivor Analyst Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Mims, and we're continuing our watch of Survivor Token Chains. We have just watched episodes 5 and not 6, but 7. 6 was a whole bonus behind-the-scenes footage, so we skipped on to 7. So we watched episodes 5 and 7. And join with me here to recap it all, as usual, Dustin King. Yo, 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 guys, I hope you all had a good Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yo, because this should come out the Friday after, I believe. I hope (laughs) I'm right. (laughs) Right. Alright, so let's, let's get into this. Let's break this episode down, episode five, which was titled, You're Gonna Want That Tooth. But we will get that, but... Right after, at the beginning of the episode, um, we oh, see... Wait, it was titled what? It was titled, You're Gonna Want That Tooth. Oh, uh, okay. And usually these titles are a quote by a contestant, but this was actually a quote by Jeff Probst. Okay. I didn't... I don't pay attention to the title of the episodes. I'm just like, let me watch. Though, <clears throat> I did catch a glimpse of the title to episode 8, so I'm looking forward to seeing what that's about, but we'll get to that. What about episode 8? What what were episode 7? Because we skipped 6. What do you think the title of that one was? Uh, so it's normally a quote from the episode. Yes. It was at the very beginning of that. Um, I have no idea. It was, um, Brendan said it. Uh, I don't know. And it was after Coach had burnt the beans in there. I have no idea. It was titled, One of Those Coach Moments. How was I supposed to... You're supposed to know this stuff. What's lame. wrong with Lame. That was a lame title. What? <laughs> all right so let's get to this episode which we see taj and steven finally coming back together after both of them have been at exile island they know exactly where the hidden immunity idol is and uh so they went and they retrieved it taj finds it uh at the back of the idol yeah, Brendan already got his. Taj knew where it was, but for whatever reason, kept putting off getting it. But she finally got around to it, thankfully, because at the next exile, was it? I don't remember if it was in this episode or not. No, it was no, the following yeah, episode. Yeah, it was the next one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, good for her because she freaking put it off for so long. <laughs> yeah, and so... When they do find it, she hands it to Stephen because Stephen's the only one that has pockets and be able to conceal it. Plus, people are already suspicious of her possibly having the idol, and they're not going to suspect Stephen to have it. So she gives it to him to keep because he can hide it, and nobody will, you know. And he and she's wearing that like dress thing too, so she doesn't really have any way to uh, of keeping it on her, and so. In, in Steven's mind, he's like, technically, she gave it to me, so it's my possession, it's my idol. In, in her mind, it's like, it's my idol. Yeah. I wonder, like, if, for whatever reason, say they went to tribal council, and he had, she let him hold it because 
you know, he didn't have, she didn't have a way to keep it on her without it being noticeable. Do you? And he brought it, you know, and she was like, hey, let me hold my idol. Could he say no? It's his. He can say no. Because it's she in, technically gave it to him. Because it's in his possession. Yep. That would be fun. Has that ever happened before? Kinda. In a way. In a way it has, but um, not not in necessarily like that. But that would be interesting. Um, and I, my next question was like, oh, do you think that that would ever happen? Or do you think that's going to happen in this season? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Taj better start stuffing it in a bra or something. Because <laughs> if that is a possibility, um, maybe Taj just doesn't know like the hard, hard and fast rules of what it means to for an idol to be in your possession, um, then, you know, then that's her fault. But if she does, uh, then she trusts them way too much to let them hold on to it like that or to let Stephen hold on to it like that. Like Brendan, Brendan, I don't even, at least we didn't see, he didn't show Sierra the idol or anything. So, yeah, I mean, she is a little too trusting, I think, of Stephen. Um, but I, she doesn't really have. I don't think she's really got too much to worry about Stephen because I think it, it does not benefit Stephen at all to do that to her. Well, in a way, it does because later on in this episode, he's like, "Oh, well, if I blindside her and get her out, then the idol's completely mine, and I don't have to worry about like possibly sharing it with her later on." So yeah, there some ups and downs to it. Like he was so, <laughs> you could tell he was so happy to have it because during his confessional, he put it on and everything. He's like, "This is this is mine right now." I was like, dude, <laughs> dude, whoa, slow your roll, calm down, calm down, man. <laughs> <laughs> so um, then we go back to Timbira, and we see finally where. Sierra and Brendan get back together and they finally have a chance to talk because everybody else is getting water down at the river. And so she's like, dude, what the heck? Why didn't you say anything to me? Like, I had to learn everything from uh, Taj Um, over there. Yeah, I want to say real fast that um, the way in which Sierra made herself not look suspicious about staying up and talking with Brandon was probably probably so far her best strategic move that we've seen on tv because <laughs> she called down everybody else was going to the the river or whatever and so she was like hey guys um or whoever it was brandy i think it was, was that debbie name? debbie debbie uh who all you got down there with you and i was like oh no that's that's a super suspicious question to ask why are you then she, you know, she names off who, then she was like, okay, well, I just want to make sure that you didn't need any help. I was like, look at you, Sierra, look at you. And then they proceed to talk about it. Yeah, I thought the same thing too. I was thinking like, yeah, you're making this way obvious asking like, oh, who's that, who all's down there with you? I was like, and then I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, she's not that crazy. No, she, she, (laughs) she, she had me, she had me going in the beginning. 
the, the quote that meme. Yeah. And so they reconnect and they discuss like, hey, right, we got this secret alliance, the secret for Exile Island Alliance. And they're like, all right, we got both idols. We're going to be we're going to be good. And once we hit the merge, no one's going to see us coming. We're going to have all the power. And so, uh, and Sierra, she's once again talking about how, oh, I was such a loser at the beginning. Now I'm, now I'm in a position of power and all that. So, which I, Dustin, he always loves when people talk about how much power they got in the game, how they're running it. So, nope. <laughs> all right. So after that, we go into the reward challenge. And this one is where they are on this like big spool that has a rope around or, or wrapped around it, and then someone races out, grabs the handle, pulls the rope, spinning the person around, and then they have to collect their bearings and walk across a balance beam, and the first across the finish line gets a point for their team. And um, the first thing I have to ask is, would you rather be the puller or the person getting spin? I love getting dizzy. It, I would easily be the person to, just for the funsies, <laughs> I, I would want to be the person who's getting spun around. It'd be kind of fun to get spun around, but I cannot handle anything spinning. I'd, pro- I'd be the person to puke my guts out, and I'd be so sick I wouldn't even be able to enjoy uh, the charming cafe if i was uh, <laughs> if i had won it you you would have neither the charming uh the other one that you were telling me about oh uh, yeah the charming outhouse um <laughs> well josh um unless you just build some muscle mass i don't know that you would have much option yeah i know they'd look at me and be like yep you're gonna get spun i'm like crap <laughs> I'm like, well yeah and she, they'd probably look at me and be like, nah, you got to spin. I don't know. Steven got to, to be one of the pullers. So. Yeah, but who who are the people sitting now? JT, Taj. Yeah, JT. JT could have been a puller. JT, they Taj. They could have swapped out. JT and Taj. Who else? Sydney. Sydney. That's where it. No, there are four total. Yeah, four. Uh... Because Joe... Spencer. Spencer. Yeah. Well, well, I could understand, though, why they would want JT on the balance beam versus Steven. That's his name. Versus Steven because uh, JT kind of exudes... This, I'm going to win everything that I do. So, uh, I feel like that was probably the reason why. So, uh, because Steven and JT probably weigh about the same. So, JT may just, due to his, like, low center of gravity compared to uh, Steven, could probably pull a little bit faster, but... I don't know. The, I think the difference is just probably neg, neg, negligible. That's the word I'm looking for. Anyways, 100% would have wanted to be the person that gets spun, for sure. Do you think 
because when we were watching it, I mentioned it. Um, how much of an advantage do you think, like, unwrapping it slower would have would have been for one of the teams? Yeah, it, it d- depends on how slow to go, because yeah, I think if you went slow enough, then the person that got spun around wouldn't be, you know, as dizzy. It would be interesting to see if if one tribe had to utilize that um, strategy just to see how that would play out. It, it would be interesting to see if if that would pay out going slower, because if you go real fast, you're going to be super dizzy and you're going to have to like take some time to recover. But is that time to recover, you know, going to offset the, t- the time that it would take you to slowly pull the rope would be the question. And it would be interesting to see. Yeah, I wish they would have done it. Now I want to know. Too bad we can't. We don't have the funding to set up different survivor challenges and then run them several different ways and record it so people can watch. Maybe one day. Yeah, that's an interesting hack to this uh, challenge. That could have been... Because I don't think none of the teams would think about, oh, let me go slow. Yeah, but everybody's too focused on trying to get to the end. Which, I mean, it seemed like it. everybody was doing it the same way. So, but come to the end of it, it uh, seemed like it probably, if I had to guess, it, doing it slowly probably wouldn't have worked as well. Yeah. Um, Just because, like, some of them, like, got spun around super fast and then still managed to get it on like the first or second try while moving at a fairly quick pace. So, yeah. And, and so as we see, uh, Jalapal wins this reward challenge and, and for the reward, the reward was the Charmin cafe with all kinds of cakes and pastries and, drinks and stuff like that and so they and they actually had to get to go somewhere and this was one of the first times that exile island really affected somebody on the winning tribe because instead of like i'll say like last time where they had two people come and raid the tribe it wouldn't affected whoever was on the winning tribe having to go to exile island but this time whoever the the winning tribe got to pick who from the losing tribe but then the person who they pick get to pick somebody from the winning tribe but that person would not be able to you know uh, participate in the reward challenge so whoever and 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 they ended up picking brendan and brendan ended up choosing steven just to kind of so they can touch base and actually solidify this uh this four person yeah exile island alliance and so for steven he didn't get to participate in this reward challenge, which sucks. That had to be that would have to suck. Yeah, and I think probably what would add to it a little bit more is the letters from home. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they ended up having letters from home. Do you think they told Stephen about those, or did they were like, oh, let's just? Well, yeah, I, they might have taken them with them, and then like then it'd be obvious. Yeah. Oh yeah, they yeah. definitely would have took them with them. I'm sure. Yeah. Did they, I wasn't paying attention, but was there like an envelope for him? Maybe they just took it back to camp with them? 
No, I don't think they did. Uh, that's it. Well, maybe, 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 but I, I think probably not. Because yeah, I don't remember seeing like an extra envelope. Yeah, Survivor's pretty not nice like that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, not only did they get to reward and feasting out on all these pastries and cakes and stuff, but they also get letters from home and, you know, they all cue the waterworks because every time they do get letters or visits from home, it's, they all get emotional. (laughs) JD is like, my mom's only ever told me she loved me like three times. She told me (laughs) she loved me in this letter. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, now's one of those times. I wonder, I wonder, like, if his mom, because she probably watched that, right? I wonder what her reaction was to that. Because, like, you always hear about dads and stuff being like that, which is not okay, dads. Tell your kids that you love them. Um, Be a dad. (laughs) But you never really hear it about moms, because moms are usually the... The loving, caring ones in the picture. So it was kind of weird to hear it kind of flipped on its head in that instance. Yeah. Um, and and Joe said something similar too. Like, oh, yeah, we don't really, you know, say all that kind of stuff. And so uh, so they kind of bonded over that. And, and uh, poor JT and Steven, or not JT and Steven, but Steven and Brendan... They're off to Exile Island, and so they get together, and they discuss um, the alliance, and they try to solidify things, and they agree, like, once we get to the merge, we're sticking together, and we get to run this thing. But Stephen mentions, he's like, you know what, when I first met Brendan, like, this is something good to have, like, in my back pocket, but can I fully trust this alliance? I'm not sure. He said, I'm, I'm going to... Trust it, you know, as much as I'm going to, it's going to be something that, uh, I'll entertain, but can I fully trust it? I don't know. And I feel like that's probably the safe bet to go because how these are people from the other tribe. You can't really like a hundred percent trust these people. And plus these are, he was kind of just brought into the fold as well. So I think it's good for him to kind of entertain it and be like, yeah, you know, exile, I'll, Exile Island Alliance all the way, and but then you know kind of have his guard up as well. Yeah, I agree. On top of like the things that you stated, Brendan um, is slick. Uh, right now, I think it was at the end of the last episode you asked me to rank who I think were the best players right now, and I'm pretty sure I said Brendan and Taj, and the reason for them being at the top is because um or at least brendan's reason for being there with taj is because he's freaking like he's smart uh he mentioned in this episode uh whenever coach and the whole bean incident happened was like yeah coach is really annoying but he's also very predictable and i was like "Mm, so you're that kind of player i i can enjoy this kind of player um, I don't know that I would have the patience that uh, Brendan Brendan necessarily has as it pertains to coach, though. So he's be- he's better than me in that regard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
it's it's funny um and and this comes up uh several times in 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 different survivor seasons where you have this idea of like this person is really annoying do i get rid of them because they're so annoying or do i keep this person in because uh number one people are going to hate them and then if i can go to the end with them i'm going to get the votes and win the season uh, but at the same time and you got people that are like you know they're going to want to get rid of this guy and do i keep them in long enough and then drive people crazy so there's there's pluses and minuses and people have different strategies along with that yeah. i think a very iconic one is um uh Philip Shepard and Boston Rob in Redemption Island season, which I'm not going to go into it because I don't want to ruin that for Dustin, but all my other Survivor fans are going to know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I appreciate that. I think it depends on how much you can control the person um, because with uh, Survivor Triple H, I think if somebody could have kept Joe under their thumb, like there was no reason to not keep him around, um, but Joe was also a bit more free thinking. Um, I think with uh, Coach, if you just kind of like stroke his ego a little bit, or at least with this season, um, then you pretty much got him in your pocket. I don't think he's going to, you know, do anything that's going to upset the order. So I think it's just a matter of. Um, of that, like if you can control them, then they're worth keeping around. If you can put up with them being annoying, because at the same time, like that, as long as that person's always there, there's also the possibility that everybody else is. As long, if they're not thinking in the same realm as you, is keeping that person around till the end because they think they can win against him or him or her. Um, then. Some like there's always going to be that target on their back to so possibly kind of relieve some pressure off of you. Um, but at the same time, like after you've been out there for so many days and that grueling weather and that person's annoyance just does not decrease, probably increases because of starvation. I don't know that I could handle it mentally to keep them around. Yeah, so right before immunity, uh, before the immunity challenge, we see Sydney and Spencer out there talking. Spencer's on the hammock; he's swinging back and forth, and Sydney's talking about how she, about her boyfriend is it, or like fiance or something. Like that. I I didn't catch the details of what she was saying. Yeah, I think it was like her boyfriend, and then she was talking about, oh, is there any girls that you're interested in? And he's like, oh yeah, you know, there's plenty of girls over there at UF, and so and then that's when Spencer finally tells us like, hey, uh, you know, I'm a homosexual, and I I I've been hiding it this whole time. I I have not let my tribe mates know that i'm gay and uh, you know and he he's he keeps this a secret because he feels like it, there's nothing to gain if i do i get his concerns um i feel like this will probably be addressed a little bit at the um at the reunion maybe i'm wrong but it's just it seems like one of those things that will get talked about and i 
if he thought that that was the best move for him to make at that particular time, then, you know, I, I'm not a gay man. I've never, like, dealt with the societal pressures that come with that. So I can't fully speak to what it's like to have to hide your sexuality from people because you think that it will uh, affect you negatively in a realm that you're that you're in at that time. So now we have the immunity challenge. And at the immunity challenge, you have two people or two pairs from each tribe that are using this big slingshot to shoot balls out into uh, four pairs of your teammates that are out there, uh, one to catch the ball, and or they all have big nets to catch the ball that they're launching to their players. And d- during this challenge, JT is like just dominating for Jalapal. Yeah, and then dude. on the Timbera tribe, uh, Tyson, he's killing it over there for Timbera. And um, JT is getting just pissed at people in his tribe. He was first getting mad at Taj for not defending the, who was it that she was paired with? from Brandon. Tri- Brandon, yeah. Yeah, complete mismatch. I don't, JT, yeah. calm down, dog. JT gets paired with Sierra. Yeah, like, did they get did they get the pick? That's what I'm interested in. And then he's like mad because Spencer's not tackling uh, Tyson and stuff. <laughs> it's like, well, you got Sierra that you got. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude, come on, man. Like, I get wanting to win, but you gotta you gotta reel that in a little bit. Yeah, reel I didn't that, like how he was just straight up like come on, Taj, what the hell? Like, he was getting upset, and then he's like, Spencer, come on, tackle him or do something. You're just standing there. Yeah, him and Joe, for yeah. that matter. And Joe didn't really even do much, so I don't know why he was talking. Yeah, Joe tripped uh, at one. I think maybe it's the very first point where him and this other dude tackled out, and uh, he messed up his uh, got messed up his knee a little bit. And um, during one of the the matches there jt busted out one of his tooth like the back half of one of his front teeth and he just takes it out spits it and throws it out on the ground and uh jeff why in the world jeff Proats was so like about jt's tooth it was kind of creepy a little bit but he was like whoa hey whoa jt did you just just like throw your tooth away and he's like yeah i just what am i gonna do with it <laughs> I wonder if it had something to do with, like, the people around, like, where they were at, something to do with Token Chains itself, if maybe. But it didn't really feel that way whenever Jeff was trying to get it to give, you know, give it back to him. But that's that's my best guess. Like, it had to have something to do with the culture or something. Yeah, but Jeff, well, he was all about this, tooth. He made a whole big deal about it. He's like, oh, this is the first time in Survivor history where someone lost a tooth while making a point uh, during a challenge. So, <laughs> uh, But anyways, in the end, Tyson, he kills it and uh, scores the winning point for Timbira and um, sent in Jalapal to Tribal Council. And when they get back to camp... Taj is mad. JT's mad. He's particularly mad at Spencer. And Spencer knows it. Spencer's like, oh, crap. JT's probably pissed. And he's probably throwing my name out. So 
Spencer definitely knows he's in the hot seat. And Taj, for some reason, she's just like, I'm tired with this bull crap. I'm just, I'm hot. And I'm not hot because of the weather. I'm hot because I'm mad because we should have had that. And it was just like, wow. I, I was surprised at Taj's uh, reaction to losing here. <laughs> it, she definitely came off like way too over the top. I think when people get nervous, they do things that um, that don't make a whole lot of logical sense. I think she kind of flipped into fight or flight for a minute. And I think it ended up being something that she didn't really need to do. I'm sure her name came up, but it ended up, I think her doing that ended up causing it to come up even more than probably what it would have to begin with. Yeah, I, I feel like you're, you're on to something here because um, I feel like maybe in the way she was scared that, oh crap, my name's going to come up. So if I act like I'm super mad about losing the challenge, just see like, oh, I, he, she really, really wanted to win this challenge. And, you know, she was out there, she was trying to give it her all because she, see how upset she is about losing the challenge? And so that would throw more heat on Spencer, who doesn't seem like, oh, he ain't upset about it. Well, he, he don't even care if we lost. So, you know, and he was out here doing nothing, not even defending uh, his person. So uh, maybe that's why she was doing that. But then she goes to Joe and she's like, well, why, what, you ain't never came to me. You never talked to me about having an alliance. And now you're sitting here, coming up here talking, what's the deal with this? And Joe's like, hey, it's a two-way street. You ain't never came to me, so what the heck? And so Taj kind of makes Joe upset in that in that part. And so it's Taj, I think, I think she would have been better off just, you know, she could have been upset about the challenge, but not where she's upsetting other people. Oh, for sure, for sure. I agree 100%. I think, um, I think that, what is it I'm trying to say? It just ended up being really unnecessary, mostly. Like, I think whenever Steven was like, I think she's just scared, like, he summed it up pretty well. Um, and, right, I get it. Right, being in a challenge where the person who more than likely is considered the leader of the tribe is yelling at you to do better and stuff like that, and then your tribe ends up losing, um, you know, that's, that's scary, right? Because JT at this point holds the most sway in that tribe, and the, uh, I can't ever pronounce it, jalapeno tribe. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jalapeno. Uh, no, I'm just job, job. <laughs> I'm sure like there are reasons they pick those those tribal names and me making fun of them is probably insulting a lot of people. <laughs> um, anyways, so like I get it. Like there's there's a reason to be scared and possibly overreact. Um but at the same time cooler heads usually pre- prevail. Um Nobody likes to be uh, fussed at or cussed at or, you know, anything like that. Like, you not being able to cover Brendan was their fault. Not that it was necessarily her fault either because that was for sure a mismatch. Um, 
but so it, it, it kind of makes sense. I don't think it was the best thing for her to do though. Also, there was something I thought about, you know, with the whole, uh, Exile Island Alliance and everything, uh, with Brendan not cutting, um, Taj any kind of slack since they were technically a part of the same, uh, same, same alliance. Um, what do you, like, you think that, I don't know, kind of becomes a thing later on or something? Probably not, but I just thought it was interesting. Um, what are you really talking about? So, in Taj and Brendan are in the Secret Alliance, right? Yeah. And Brendan didn't really cut Taj any slack whenever she was trying to cover him. Um, so... I guess I just thought it was interesting that he didn't do that, even though they're secretly a part of the same alliance. I think when she was, when he wasn't really give, giving like easing up on her because they were in the same alliance, I think in a way, you know, he can't make that obvious to everybody else. If he's like, oh, let me take it easy on Taj, it's a good way to cover up that they have something together. And also perform for his tribe, if that makes any sense. That's true. That's true. As I was saying it out loud, I was like, well, it kind of makes sense why they wouldn't, why he wouldn't want to do that so publicly or make it too obvious anyways. All right. So Jalapal goes to tribal council and... um, it's it comes down between Taj and Spencer uh, because um, Taj she blew up got on everybody's nerves and Spencer's in the hot seat because he's just I think he's just on the outs I think he's been kind of on the outs and um, with his poor performance in the challenge it, it definitely puts him in the hot seat and so. JT's in the situation of like, well, Taj or Spencer, because he's like, well, if we can get rid of Taj, you know, um, it gets rid of the person who has connections. And um, so what do you think? They do end up voting for Spencer and Spencer leaves. Do you think they made the right decision? I don't think they made the right decision, um, but I don't think it should have been Taj. I think it should have been... um Sydney, this episode. I don't think um, Spencer's performance in the challenge was bad enough to warrant uh, being voted off. I think, like, like, what did Sydney do? Like, if that's your rationale, then I think um, because Sydney's not really doing much for the alliance, uh, she's not doing much to help win challenges all that so like you know whereas spencer is a uh he's tends to be a lot more physical in the challenges than um than sydney and taj is also like integral for potential strategic plays and alliances within the tribe so to me this episode it should have been sydney i don't really get why it needed to be um, Spencer. 
and then maybe if they go back to tribal council, then it'd be between um, Spencer and Taj. And then in that case, I would vote out Spencer. Um, just depending, right? Yeah. Also, no, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So I don't think that Spencer should have went home this episode. Okay. One thing that I want to mention about this episode before we move on is right after the reward challenge, when Brendan and Steven are gone, Tyson goes up to coach and Debbie is like, Brendan's got to be the next gone because he's building connections over there. And it's becoming like, uh, yeah, we think Brendan's building connections over there. He's really sus right now. And Debbie and Coach is like, all right, well, we can't tell Sierra because they're close. And I thought that was pretty interesting that they already kind of see how Sierra and Brendan are kind of close together. So they're not making it super, like, secret that they're close anyways. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Shout out to my dude Tyson for being super uh, observant. observant. That's that's what it was. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> I was going to say obvious. I was like, but that's not. <laughs> that's no. That's what Brendan and Sierra are doing. Um, so yeah, shout out to Tyson. I'm glad to see that um, he's doing something to contribute. Uh, I was looking forward to seeing Tyson do a lot more this season, and he's done some some things, but not as much as I was hoping. Um, and whenever whenever he went to Debbie and Coach about it, Coach just like smiled because <laughs> he wants Brendan gone so badly, just so he can be labeled the leader of the tribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Um, that's, that's really smart on their part. They didn't really get to do anything about it this episode because of them going or them winning the hidden immunity idol. So, or hidden immunity. Okay. Because of them winning the immunity challenge. All right. So I think that does it for episode five and episode six was a recap episode of the first 15 days or whatever. So we skipped that one, went on to episode seven, which is one of those coach moments. And so in the beginning, we start seeing we have Sydney and Joe, and they're talking, they're out there, and Sydney, she's worried like, all right, if we lose this next immunity challenge, I'm worried that I might be the one gone over Taj because uh, I think maybe they're closer with Taj than they are with us, and I might be the next one going home. And Joe, he's like, no, I got you. I got you. You're not going anywhere. I guarantee you. They're going to vote out Taj before they vote you out. I guarantee it. And he's like, you "You got a free pass. Yeah, she's she's hot. I got her. She ain't going nowhere. Like, he's got enough pull to be able to save her just single-handedly almost. I don't like Joe. Joe is the epitome of what I do not like about a player. (laughs) <laughs> like this dude thinks that he's got so much pull just to be like nah you're not going home and he's like you know um, 
And, and also in this challenge, we see him go to Exile Island with Aaron, and he's like, oh, I can work her over with my charm, which, ironically, it does work out for him. So he does, like, you know, sweet talk his way into getting some information. But we'll, we'll talk about that later on. And um, so that's where Sydney's at in uh, over there at Jalapal. Now we go to Timbera, and this is uh, Coach. He's looking up at the sky. He's like, I sense a change in the wind, in the weather. It's blow- The wind blows this way. Now it's blowing this way. I can sense that the rain's moving in, but it's, it's just going to miss us. Cue scene of a torrential downpour right there on him and making him look like an idiot. And Aaron's over there like, who is this guy? Like he's, and she's like, I think in Coach's mind he thinks that he's some some kind of expert survivor man, and you know he doesn't even have a clue. And and uh, Air is pretty funny. She's like, I would not have, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of this, Coach is just like, ha, gotcha. You know, I'm some kind of uh, what she said, an accountant. I yeah, think an accountant. Never been outside of Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Arkansas or Kansas or something? Like uh, something like that. I don't know that I would trust Coach with my with my money. <laughs> Even if all this was a joke, I'd be it. It'd leave me being like super suspicious. I was like, "You gonna try to steal from me, ain't you?" So one of the issues with the rain coming in is that Coach he claims that the tribe doesn't cook the beans well enough or cook them soft enough that he's like, oh they're just too impatient they just want to hurry up and eat them and they're still hard and so he pours in just like straight up river water in there with the beans to try to cook them longer to get them softer without really consulting anybody else on the tribe and the rain moves in and <laughs> He, uh, instead of staying out there in the rain to watch them to make sure they don't get overcooked, he retreats back to the shelter and that pisses off everybody in there. (laughs) Rightfully so. Like, dude, what are you doing? Why? Hold on. First off, this is everybody's beans. Second, uh, you're not going to stay out there and watch them after you, you're the reason that the cook time is going to take longer than what, like we could have already all ate. Had a full stomach while, you know, enduring this rain that is pouring down on us. But because of you, we can't do that. And you don't even have the the wherewithal to stay out there and, you know, bring us the beans once they're done or something. Right? I mean, you, you're the one who plays up that he's the best at everything that's ever existed. So stay out there. Watch them. You know, cook them to perfection as you seem to think that you can do. And then once they're done, bring them to us so we can at least eat during this miserable, miserable time that we're experiencing. But no, <laughs> he, uh, for all his gusto that he and bravado he likes to put out, he just was like, I, I'm going to go and sit up under the shelter too, guys. Yeah. And, and then while the storm finally recedes... He left them out there way too long, and the beans burnt to the pot, and they actually have to scrape it off, and they're trying to eat it because they don't want to waste it, but then it's just straight-up hardened charcoal, 
and everybody's upset. Even like Sierra is so mad and she says something to him and coach is just like, ah, ha, ha. And the truth shall set you free. You finally say it. And he's like, well, you know, uh, you know, it, it doesn't, it's not a real big deal to me, but I guess you seem to make it into a whole big deal. Uh, of course it's a friggin' big <laughs> deal. You idiot. I'm honestly, kudos to Sarah for, you know, actually saying something. I don't understand why anybody else didn't like are you that afraid to rock the boat or are you that afraid of coach or because from what i can tell nobody likes him like i don't think uh brendan doesn't like him like he's keeping around for strategic reasons sierra doesn't like him um debbie might tyson might who's the who's the other one who's the aaron and I think Aaron and him have already butted heads. So yeah. I think, I mean, at very best, you could probably split the vote. Um, but I think that uh, you could probably convince Tyson to come with you. Well, I, here's what I think. I think, yeah, I think he drives Tyson and Debbie crazy too, but because he's on their side they're like oh you know he can't do no wrong you know what i'm saying but just because he's like oh well he's on our side i we i can't get mad at him because you know he's he's with me i just i uh, nope i'm not that kind of person dude <laughs> i could not put up with that I'm not okay there i wouldn't say that i would like if he's a part of my alliance and that's one thing but there has to be a reckoning for the crap that you did, right? You can't just sit here and pretend like you haven't blown up at people for lesser things. Whereas in this particular scenario, you waste food because you think that you know what's better. And then you, instead of sitting there and watching this problem that you caused, you, you retreat. And then you don't want to take blame for it. Like, not not real blame for it you know you just oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry and then try to make the person who called you out for it feel bad you are as pos <laughs> uh, uh, hmm. talk about gaslighting it pisses me off to talk about too much sorry uh, so after this whole incident we get into the reward challenge and this one was kind of a unique one where they have each tribe has two sets of like, um, I don't know how to say them, frames. Yeah, yeah, like this was pretty cool. And then each of the tribes have like ten or fifteen minutes to kind of set up. Those five obstacles. Yeah, five minutes to set up some obstacles to kind of impede the other tribe from being able to throw these kind of clay pottery pigs, pigs through those uh, through the frames to the other side. And uh, so they had their five minutes to set it up. And um, do you think that one tribe did a better job than the other? I actually think Timbera really did good. Um, Timbera definitely did the better better job of the two. If they hadn't have messed up, um, which, I mean, they ended up winning anyways, but if they hadn't have um, messed up, Mm, what I think on they're on their eighth one or ninth one, and then just back to back to back, the they just broke two or three or four. Um, then they could have won by a much higher margin than they ended up winning by. I think uh, 
freaking jalapeno tribe like started catching up real fast and they got nervous and so that's what ended up causing it to be a lot closer i think they only won by what two uh by by one it was actually back and forth because jalapal did have a a lead at one point and then um they kept breaking the and this was one thing i was like wow uh, you start throwing these clay pots and they'll break and then the shards come flying at your face yeah that would that would be pretty scary it's like you want to know how i got these scars survivor clay pigs and then <laughs> and just the uh, catching the pigs themselves you see sydney when she's catching them she's like ah, like in pain because they're like i guess hard like they'll hurt you when you're trying to catch them too so mm-hmm. the ear is stabbing into you or something <laughs> what do you think do, do you think they were filled with anything or did they just hollow they look like they were empty yeah whenever they broke it didn't seem like anything came out of them yeah but it was it was close there it was neck to neck uh, i think timbira ended up winning 14 to 13 um and so now that the exile island alliance was formed there was no need for them to have to send each other so they choose to, Timbira chooses to send Joe to Exile Island. And Joe, he's sitting up there, he's thinking, all right, which one of them should I send to Exile Island with me? And he picks Aaron, of course, because he's going to use that charm on her to, you know, he, he said it was, it was purely strategic move in his, in his mind to, mm-hmm. to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Joe definitely thinks with his lower head instead of his, his the one on his shoulders. It was a strategic mm-hmm. decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that man was just trying to get something off. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to keep this, you know, PG-13 at best. He like Joe reminds me a, a lot of a kid of a, a boy going through puberty. And, it like, so he's got this whole, oh, I'm just going to flirt with all the girls thing. And they seem to flirt back. I don't know if it's because they actually find him attractive or if it's just because they're taking advantage of him. I tend to lean towards the latter. Um, so there's that. Like, he thinks that he's the one doing it, but he's actually the one getting played. And two, uh, the dude... Th- like, you know, he's kind of physical and he's kind of in with JT. So he thinks that he's got a lot of pull when he really doesn't. And I just don't like Joe. I just, I don't. Well, in the he's, end. He's, it comes off pretty womanizing and I just don't like it. Yeah. And well, it, in the end, it actually works out for him because when they go to pick out the urns, Aaron, she gets the, the urn with the clues in it. And obviously, these are clues that end up um, leading them to the clues that were already found by uh, Taj and Stephen and Brendan and Sierra on their respective tribes. And so at first, she she keeps it to herself. She doesn't just immediately tell him, but she, he's finally like, oh, you know, so are you going to tell me or, you know, and he starts talking her up. And sure enough, she's, well... You know, it's not just one idol, it's two idols. And he's like, oh, okay, well, let's go find the two idols. And she's like, well, they're not here. They're back at camp. 
And he's like, oh, okay. And then finally she just uh, just lets him see the clues and everything. And so they both know like where those are. And um, so he knows immediately where it is. But also back at Jalapal, Taj and Steven, or yeah, Taj and Steven, they have to get back to work because they know he's going to get clues to where their hidden immune idol was found and he's like okay well he they're, they're obviously going to know where it is we need to make sure that he doesn't think that we have it and that it's still hidden so Tosh gets set to make a fake idol it was really smart of them um again the whole just, uh brendan and Taj being like number one for me right now is because of stuff like that um just Taj and brendan are both right now to me the best strategic players i I don't know whose idea it was to make the hint the fake immunity idol but it seems like it was taj and taj definitely put in all the work to make something that kind of looks like it possibly could have been a uh yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't the best one ever made yeah it fooled joe yeah it fooled joe <laughs> so it um uh, it's just I was really impressed like I don't know maybe if I were in the game and all of it was just constantly going through my head but I, like it didn't even cross my mind for them to possibly need to make a second one until after I saw him get the clues or something to fool him or a reason you know some way to explain why it wasn't there or something like that and if I was Joe and I was reading those clues, my thought wouldn't be like, oh, I know where it is. I'm going to go get it. I'm gonna, my first thought would be they have it. Obviously. That's true. That's that true. would be my first like, thought. You got five clues and the last one pretty much tells you where yeah. to find it. How dumb do you think that they are for them not to find it? Unless you think like, oh, they just didn't have time to go get it. And maybe they just, you know. Yeah, Joe's not smart. So... Anyways, so Taj to go make the fake idol. She gets the real one to kind of model it after. And she, she gets it from Steven's dress pants pocket. And uh, she makes it. And she brings it back. And she just puts it in an empty bag and throws it into like a box or, or like a little crate with all the other stuff. And she just leaves it there. Why in the world would you just leave a real hidden immunity idol right there in the a public area like hide it put it why wouldn't it be so hard to just put it back in steven's pants pocket instead of just leaving it there and it just so happens that jt and steven they're gonna go fishing steven needs a a bag to go with them and he picks it up picks up the one with the hidden immunity idol in it yeah jt picked up the one with the hidden immunity idol in it and he saw it and um Steven didn't do a very good job at <laughs> playing off like he hadn't seen it before. He hasn't seen it before. And so he eventually Steven was like, yeah, she showed me um, all that. He's like, oh, she just found it. She just showed me. Yeah. So it, I don't know. JT is way too trusting, I think. Like, to hear that, like, that bold face ex- lie expression. And then he backtracks and tells you this other thing, which isn't true. Um, 
I think JT's way too trusting of them. Uh, which, I mean, I think Steven told him that she was thinking about telling him. I don't remember. But, and then once, once they come back or, um, Taj comes back, she's like, hey, or Steven's like, hey, dude, you should probably tell him about it. He doesn't tell her why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so when she does go to, or goes to JT and is like, hey, guess what? I found some berries here for you. And he's like, oh, I've seen it. She's like, oh, you've seen it already? What? <laughs> and she's like freaking out. And, uh, he's like, oh, yeah, but, you know, uh, uh, Steven, he told me that you just found it and all this. And so he's like, oh, well, she, she came to me. She told me. So everything's good. She, and I'm like, wow, JT. Yeah. I, that, uh, red flags would be like yeah. raised for me, but 110%. Also, while we're talking about that, um, I found it very, very odd that we didn't see any footage of, um, what is her name? Aaron. Aaron, exactly. You can never. And I was when I go back and edit these podcasts. Every time, I don't think there's one time he has remembered Aaron's name. Well, she's not. She's literally, basically, the ter- purple edit of this season. I don't know what she's done, except go to Exile Island and um, get in an argument with Coach that one time. I think. Anyways. There was no footage of Aaron, like, looking for the idol or anything. So, did she just not? Yeah, I was wondering that, too, just a while ago. Uh, did they... Um, yeah, I mean, she has to know either Brendan or Sierra has it, or maybe it's still hidden. And we don't see that, but... Um, and maybe she just didn't even care or something. I, I don't know. That's I mean, a dumb... She's she's just dumb. Yeah, and I think maybe because um, also her tribe didn't go to tribal council, so they just didn't bother showing anything from that side of, that side of things. I mean, maybe, but maybe that's what it is. So there better be some kind of fall out from that in the next episode yeah I if hope not they, if not then she's just stupid yeah and I she hope, she needs to be voted out right right now or uh, yeah something i hope that at, at the beginning of the episode uh, aaron's like yeah i come back from exile island I had all these clues we should see some footage of her at least going to the freaking uh tree mail and looking yeah, there needs to be something. And I wonder if uh, Brendan and them ever even thought of hiding something out there. I don't know, maybe. It, it's very possible that she's going to look up under the skirt and like see the hole where it would have been. And then just be like, I don't know where it could be at. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it, I and, feel like it's never going to even run across her mind. That the whole where it's at is where it's supposed to be at. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like Aaron and Joe should have been immediately like, well, they got the idol. Yeah, yeah. But or at least considered it. <laughs> yeah. So Something. now JT, Steven, and Taj, 
they're in this kind of uh, alliance within themselves where they all know that they have an idol. And, and JT's like, oh, well, her idol is about just as good as me having an idol. And I'm like, huh. Because for Stephen, Stephen's like, uh, she gave it to me. And that's mine. I screw her. And he's like, well, she has an idol. She said that she would play it for me if I need it. So that's about as good as I had one. And I'm like, no, it's only good if you have it in your possession. But um, so after that, we go into the immunity challenge. And this is where this was very different. Yeah, I don't. Have they done this again? I think they've done this before. I want to think before, but not after. Um, well, I think they might have. Uh, there might be something in heroes versus villains like this. No, but not, I'm not, not sure. This. Yeah, all right. Well, they've done something like this. I, I know they've done stuff with slingshots before, but not not this particular one. And that one, the reward challenge. I know they've done that before too, but they used fruit instead of uh, pigs. But um, so. The reward challenge is, is they have one person from each tribe using a slingshot to bust these tiles. The tiles are holding back sand. And if you bust the tiles, the sand runs out, releasing a puzzle piece. And it also lowers the tile, lowers a platform to be able to see the next tile. Now, and, this, is the, this is the immunity challenge. Yeah, the immunity challenge. And so... You have uh, JT and Tyson. They're starting out, and they don't ever switch out. They could switch out if they want to, but they don't ever switch out. So it's basically JT versus Tyson in this like shootout for the slingshots. And then once they get all the puzzle pieces, they have to go and assemble a puzzle. And so... Uh, I thought JT was going to be the one to get all the things first. Yeah, because you would think, you know, good old Southern boy, I think, you know... Going out, you, like I could picture JT on the weekends going out with a slingshot shooting squirrels or something. Yeah, a slingshot, or he said, I'm pretty sure he's a cattle hand. So, like, I, in my head, I just imagine him, uh, some old fence posts, got some cans set up with, uh, with a slingshot in hand, just knocking them down, like, ping, ping, ping. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but it's uh, <laughs> but no, he sucked. Yeah, well, he didn't. I don't wouldn't say he totally sucked, <sighs> but totally sucked. he didn't Tyson, win. If you're not first, you're last, Josh. Tyson killed it, and uh, just when well, the thing is, is that when Tyson hit him, he boom, he obliterated a tile. Yeah, and him. when JT hit it, he just nicked it, and it wouldn't it wouldn't let all the sand down. So when it revealed the next tile. His what his, the tile for the second one wasn't revealed all the way, and so he only had a small portion of it, like the top half, to be able to hit to release sand. And then when he hit that, it only released so much sand. But for Tyson, when he hit it, he obliterated the whole thing, and all the sand ran out. So he got a full view of the second tile, and then he hit that, and then he had a lot more uh, area to work with to hit. That's true. Um, I think. You said during it, and I agree, that uh, JT should have went back and tried to break more of the previous two tiles. Because he just was not... I mean, he eventually got the third bag with the puzzle pieces, but before then, he just was not... Like It, it ended up costing him so much time. Um, whereas, with like you said with Tyson, like he hit him pretty much dead center, and it just 
shattered enough to where just piles and piles of sand were rushing out. Yeah, and then so it came down to the puzzle, and it was actually almost, it, at least it made it seem like it was pretty close. And um, who are, who was on the puzzle? It was Brendan and Aaron? And uh, Stephen and... Joe. Joe, so Stephen and Joe. But I'm not really sure who was on Timbira. It was Brendan for sure. You know I'm bad with Aaron. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it had to be... Well... Oh, I know. Sierra, I know that Aaron didn't sit out because she sat out the previous yeah. one. So uh, it was either Aaron or Sierra. Yeah, because Debbie Sierra. sat out. I think it was Brendan and Sierra, but they ended up completing the puzzle. Like it almost seemed like just moments before the other one, other uh, the Jalapal tribe did. So uh, Thimbira on a winning streak now, and. This is really bad for Jalapal because now they were down one player already. Now they're going to be going into a potential merge, which we do see from the, you know, previews on the previews that it, they are going to be merging. Now that it's going to be four to six. So, and JT uh, made a, he was really adamant, like, we got to win this. So at least we're going to go into the merge five to five. But now they're going down in the numbers in the merge and so they have to um, go to tribal council and as we've seen before sydney she was worried that it's going to be her and um joe he's trying to pitch out to them that um, we should get rid of taj yeah um real fast before we get too much into that uh there should have been some red flags from everybody else that the person who pretty much cost them the challenge was not even mentioned as a potential vote, you know, person to vote out. Um, and like, that's how you know that you have way too much control in the game that you're, you're the reason that we lost, but we're not, we're not going to even mention you. Yeah. So I think, like, I get wanting to keep JT around as part of your alliance, but, n- and maybe they did, I don't know, but from what we've seen, none of them even, like, even mentioned the idea of, like, okay, you know, we're going to keep JT, but right now, uh, we, I at least want to keep in the back of my mind that he's, he's, out, seems to be on everybody's, like, best side yeah that's what i was gonna mention like that i think that maybe just be a testament to his social game that everybody thinks like he's their best friend and right that's good on his part it's just like saying like red flags or alarms should have been going yeah and so once again it comes down to either sydney or taj and so we see the wheels turning for you know, obviously Sydney and Joe are rooting for Taj, and Taj and Stephen are saying, "Hey, let's get rid of Sydney because Taj and Stephen they have that uh, Exile Island alliance." So Stephen doesn't want to get rid of Taj, and then you have JT who's kind of in the middle here, and he's like, "Well, um, if we vote out Taj, we can we can blindside her with the idol," and Stephen's like, "Well." 
not necessarily because it's in my possession. And then JT's like, oh, could we win blindside her? And then we'll still have the idol. And so you can see him kind of contemplating that. And, and it really comes down to like, what is JT going to do? Is he going to blindside Taj and send her packing? Or is he going to get rid of Sydney here? And, um, uh, it was too obvious. <laughs> JT, JT way too trustworthy. Uh, he didn't even get mad at them, uh, in the previous, I'm pretty sure it was previous episode, whenever it was that he found the idol. And I was this, I don't remember. Yeah, it was this episode. Yeah, this all running together. We watched them back to back, so I'm like, I'm merging the two episodes. But it was like, nah. Like, he trusted them after they, like, directly lied to his face. He ain't ain't no way that he's voting against them. So, we go to Tribal Council, and it's, it's Sydney versus Taj. And Taj is saying, hey, keep me in here because I have connections. I've been to Exile Island with Brendan and Sierra. And we're going to need numbers once we make it to the merge because we're going to be down in the numbers. And I could possibly build them to our side and work with them. And Sydney's saying, hey, I've been loyal. I've been here this whole time. I, I hadn't been to Exile Island. You can trust me because I'm going to stick with this crew because I have nobody else but this crew to work with. But what else has she done? So, what um, what do you think about those two <clears throat> arguments? Um, uh, in this particular scenario, I would say the connections to the other tribe is way more important because right now you're down four um or you're down six you're down four to six so if there's a possibility that taj can cause somebody to flip uh to be your side to even things out um then why in the world wouldn't you want that versus somebody who's not even really even interacted with the other tribe i mean at least uh joe who i think could also have been voted out here with no consequence at least he, you know he went over with uh, jt to steal something and kind of interacted with them that way um whereas sydney's just kind of batting her eyelashes and looks pretty which i mean maybe maybe that could have maybe she could have done the same thing with uh, a couple of the guys over there Though, I think Brendan's too smart for that. Coach, no. And those are those the only two guys left over there? No, Tyson. Tyson, Tyson. Brendan. And, and yeah, Coach. I think Tyson's probably a little too smart for that. Well, for, for me, if I was on that tribe, here's what I'd be worried about. I would be worried about, I would be worried about her connections with the people on the other side because Jalapal, it's a sinking ship. They're down in numbers. What's going to keep her from being like, hey, I'm going to save myself. Screw you guys. I'm going to go over here. I got connections. I'm going to just ditch the Jalapal crew and sayonara. Screw you guys. I'm going to work my way into the alliance myself. That's what I'd be worried about. Right, and that's fair. That's, that's a fair thing to be to be afraid of but at the same time um if you look at the whole game that way you go through the whole game not being able to trust anybody in your alliance then you're 
you know, you're not going to make it very far. So I think it's um, at least for JT and and Steven, maybe a little less for JT, um, that they can, I think that they can trust Taj pretty well, especially if Taj is just leaving her idol in, in the possession of one of the two of them, that I don't think they have too much to worry about. Now, Joe, on the other hand, I think, you know, what you said is very valid for him or Sydney if she hadn't got voted out. Um, but I don't think that's necessarily the case. Maybe a little bit for JT, but not at all for Steven. Yeah, and then in the end, JT, he ends up voting out Sydney, and we're down to only four people on Jalapal. Uh, Joe, JT, Steven, and Taj. And, uh, and as we see in the previews, it's the merge time, so... They're going to have to hustle if they're going to uh, survive. Merge, 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 merge. So that pretty much does it for this episode. Is there anything else we need to cover for episodes five and seven? Um, uh, not for these episodes in particular, but for the previews. I want to say that the green that their new tribe is going to have to have for their um, buffs is really ugly. I thought they looked kind of cool. Uh, of course you did. <laughs> it, it's kind of weird because the starting tribe color, one of the starting, the Timbera tribe color was black. And lately, the merged tribes have always been the black buff. So it's been, uh, it's kind of weird. Because in greens, usually like if they were going to go from two tribes into three tribes, that one would have been green. So it's kind of weird that the colors are all Maybe they had maybe they had plans to split into three tribes or something. Yeah, what do you think about there being no swaps here? I I, I don't I don't know. Usually, I don't know that it happens in every season that I've watched. I think it would be kind of interesting to have seen, especially with the XLI Alliance, and what if they ended up being on the same tribe together and. And all that. I think that would have been pretty interesting. Yeah, that would have been pretty cool to see. I'm just trying to think. I don't... I don't know that a swap has happened on every season that I've watched so far. Maybe it has. And I'm just not remembering. No, not in Heroes vs. Villains. Yeah, or it didn't happen with Winners at War either, did it? Yeah. No, they, it went to three tribes in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's how that's how Rob so it was kind of a swap. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So I guess that does it for this episode. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Analyst Podcast. You know what? Recently I, I went and searched this analyst at analyst or analyst Survivor at Analyst. Survivor Analyst. And I was like is this person even active? And they are. But apparently, they do cover Survivor, which is interesting. Because I've seen where they had hashtag Survivor uh, 2021. And, and it's in some kind of... Uh, they're from a, a different country because I cannot recognize what kind of uh, writing they're using. I, I think it's like Survivor Turkey that they're uh, watching and talking about. But... How in the world do you get Survivor 
analyst out of that. I don't know. Okay, yeah, using English ads versus their native language ads. I I guess so, unless, I don't know. It's because they're watching Survivor Turkey, it was what it seems like to me, and and tweeting all about it. So, I mean, at least they're, they're it's not like a dead account, and they're just squatting on <laughs> at Survivor Analyst. But follow us at Analyst Podcast. <laughs> And uh, don't get us confused with at Survivor Analysts because we're not watching that's, Survivor Turkey. That's probably where all our followers have gone. Yeah. Like, we should see how many followers they got. They probably got like 5,000 followers and they're all like, wow, I thought they were, this would be uh, an English account. But anyways, uh, I guess next week we will be back watching episodes eight and nine and seeing how it all shakes out for the merge hold on hold on hold on, hold on. i'm looking up survivor analyst real fast all right all right maybe it'll come up uh Viber and <laughs> and eight and eight the other one at Survivor Analyst. They only have nine followers. Hey, that's eight more than we got. That's true. Hey, guys, if you accidentally sur- survived them, okay, follow them. It doesn't look like it, but just in case. Yeah, the other one. What in the world? Following 14 people. Yeah, I do not recognize this language. It's got to be like Turkey or something. Uh, there is a- some kind of... Uh, official count that they comment on all the time looks like some like a foreign survivor player okay well we're gonna stop we're gonna stop like looking at them now and stop <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. guys we gone bye all right we'll see you later